0: Hey everybody, welcome to Tara and Andrew vs. the Scarecrow Video Movie Guide. I'm Andrew. I'm Tara. This is part 20 of our 3726 part series where we uh, select a movie from the guide at random, watch it, do some research, and then tell you what we thought and learned.
1: So we have a couple of rules, the first of which is that neither was can to a movie as long as we haven't seen it before. The second rule is the movie has to be less than four hours in length. The third rule is no concert films are allowed.
0: Yeah. Newly established rule just because you don't want us watching like a Grateful Dead documentary and then being like, and then they played this song and I didn't like it very much. And then they
1: played this other song and it was not good.
0: And then they played another song and I didn't think it was very good. So that's basically what you would get if we were watching a, a concert movie.
1: It doesn't help anybody.
0: So uh, last week we watched Clay Patrick Jones the 1973 uh, black exploitation classic.
1: For the most part it was alright. I was really impressed with the fact that they had a strong female lead who, who was also black and she didn't have to show any body parts. Other aspects of it not as good.
0: Yeah, it was it was kind of hit or miss I think. Probably I don't know, we're not black exploitation experts so we're not yeah. super well qualified to to speak to what it got right and what it got wrong, but we were lukewarmish on it. Yeah. So it's my turn to pick. We'll see if I pick Lilia Forever for a fourth time.
1: For those of you who've been listening to all of our episodes, might um, be aware that Andrew keeps trying to pick Lilia Forever again. And we've recently decided that every time he does it, we're going to make a donation to an organization that helps fight human trafficking. So we'll see if it happens.
0: That's... Three times I've picked it now, and it's believe me, it's not a put on. That's not something that we're making up for entertainment value. I am legitimately somehow stopping on the exact spot to pick that movie. Well, we'll lucky number four. Here we go.
1: All right, so I will start flipping. Stop.
0: Okay.
1: We're watching Down with Love, which is from two thousand three. It's a comedy directed by Peyton Reed, starring Ewan McGregor, Renee Zellweger, David Hyde Pierce, Sarah Paulson, and Jerry Ryan.
0: Okay, well, Peyton Reed—he's uh, yeah. he's a friend of Tom. Yeah. Uh, of the, the best show with Tom Sharpling, so that's a plus. Yeah. He, he did Ant-Man and some other movies that I don't remember off the top of my head. So I'm feeling feeling positive going into this, but let's hear the description.
1: I absolutely adore movies that seem to get high off the sheer exuberance of movies themselves. Movies that wrap you up, plunk you down somewhere new, or in this case somewhere old and already explored, but not quite in the same way, and keep you swept up in the little world they have created. Down With Love is exactly that kind of film, and while its story may be silly or slight or implausible, that's not the point. The point is the film itself, the images and the colors, the innuendo, and the recreation of movies past fine line between homage and satire throw in mcgregor here and a zellweger there and you've got yourself quite a wonderful way to spend a couple of hours a recommended treat for fans of 60s sex comedies the rather obvious template for this slight but ultimately winning film
0: okay ultimately winning ultimately winning all right so let's Good. Obviously, that's good. <laughs> that, M- that, that good? That sound good. No, uh, I mean, I think one thing that I've noticed doing this is that the movie guide was published in 2004, and so... There's that, a
1: lot of things from right around then. Yeah,
0: so there's, like, a lot of weird older stuff or, like, interesting older stuff that they obviously selected because they thought that it was worth including in a movie guide. And then there's a lot of stuff that's contemporary to when the movie guide came out that is maybe not necessarily great, but was... I guess. Uh, contemporary. Yeah, contemporary. So when I hear that a movie is like from the 2000s when we do one of these, I'm just like, you oh, okay, what what is this gonna?
1: What fresh hell? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this sounds good. Peyton Reed, he's he's got a good track record.
1: Indeed. So only 94 minutes long. Okay. So while the guide called it a couple of hours, it's really not.
0: Maybe it just feels a couple hours long. Maybe that's, Uh-oh. that's maybe Uh-oh. that's. Uh,
1: But the person, it was a pretty glowing write-up. It was. Okay. So.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Let's, uh, we'll restrain our judgment until after this musical interlude.
0: back and um here's some thoughts on um the movie
1: surprise <laughs> yeah,
0: just, just be <laughs> 20 minutes of silence like yeah we we'll saw the movie and then just like,
1: and, and just like n- nothing static nothing. Yeah. all right well
0: see you next week everybody um <laughs>
1: enjoy your 20 minutes of silence yeah
0: just give you give you a little break from the from
1: the podcast
0: from, uh, just from you know the struggles of everyday life just 20 minutes to sit there in silence
1: Alright, well, did you want to get into our pre-spoiler rating before we...
0: Yeah, let's let's do our rating.
1: So, our rating scale goes in order from worst to best. Don't watch, maybe don't watch, eh, maybe watch, and don't not watch. So, without further ado, shall we give our rating on the count of three? Yes. Are you ready?
0: Yep, I'm ready.
1: Okay, one two, three, maybe don't watch. So I don't necessarily like this movie, but I can't say I feel it's as bad as.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I was firmly in the maybe don't watch category until (sighs) the last 20 minutes or so. And then the movie made me real, real angry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could go either way.
0: I mean, maybe but, I, I say real, real angry. It's not like I was knocking stuff over and shouting angrily. Oh, I guess I was kind of like sighing exasperatedly. You were, yeah, you were sighing. It's setting out to do a very specific thing. It with, is. And it accomplishes that, I would say, for the most part.
1: Well, I, I think I have to say, first off, Neither of us have necessarily watched the type of movie that Down With Love is trying to sort of parody or emulate.
0: Like the guy I mentioned earlier, it's kind of trying to be like a pastiche or an homage to like 60s sex comedies like Pillow Talk and other
1: all Yeah, all those Doris Day, Rock Hudson type movies. Right. You know, I saw one critic mention a different movie that was more contemporary to Down With Love that... Served as at least a bit of an influence on some of the visual gigs was Austin Powers.
0: I I also just, like, was mentally making a lot of comparisons to Austin Powers in my head while I was watching this. And that's not really a good thing if you're not going for, like, a parody.
1: Right. Well, you know, I think they maybe they were trying to parody a bit in this movie, but it's just, like, I didn't laugh.
0: I don't think... I mean... I wasn't
1: moved to laugh at all.
0: Yeah, I think... It seemed pretty earnest from what I was seeing. Like, I read some interviews with, that Peyton Reed had done and he like, liked those movies from the 60s a whole lot. And so he was really gung-ho about making something that was going to be contemporarily made version of one of those movies.
1: Right, but but the thing is, they were still supposed to be comedies. Yeah. And this didn't make me, I'm just saying that this, for me, it was not funny.
0: Yeah, no, it wasn't funny. It was, I mean, but I mean, it's not like it was trying to be a parody of those Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's hard. Because... It's hard to
1: say because, like, it, in some ways it's really earnest.
0: Yeah, it wasn't but... wasn't intentionally being a parody, but it felt like a parody.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem <sighs> that we have with a movie specifically. And that's, I think, a really subjective opinion to have. You know, I saw a lot of really positive reviews of the movie. Some really respected movie critics really liked Down With Love. so it,
0: It's kind of polarizing from what it seemed like. There really wasn't a lot of middle ground there.
1: And honestly, it's got a lot of things that I typically would enjoy. I really like the 60s aesthetic yeah. um, in general. Yeah. That's something I'm really into. But I don't know something about this one. It was just like so overly slick and shiny and wink wink that.
0: Yeah, it seemed like it thought it was a lot more clever than it was, I think. Right,
1: exactly. I wasn't super thrilled with the racist aspects that came through. There were a couple really, glaringly racist shots and scenes. uh, Particularly when Renee Zellweger's character, her book is sort of like becoming this worldwide phenomenon. And then (laughs) there's just this shot of like Chinese women and and, like Russian women.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like the Chinese women are wearing like the stereotypical hats like Everything
1: is like super stereotypical and it's and it's awful. The other thing I started thinking about at that point was just like how super, super white the cast was.
0: Yeah, it, it's very white.
1: A lot of what it's doing is sort of flipping that relationship between men and women on its head. So it's like it's kind of trying to be progressive in terms of sexual relationships. But yeah. it's just like it's so, so regressive yeah. racially.
0: Yeah. And the movies of that era were pretty basis to like mickey rooney and breakfast oh at yeah Tiffany's. for sure but i mean again that kind of goes back to what we were talking with slapshot like you can't really look at that the same way necessarily as you would look at a, a more modern movie like this it's yeah like, that...
1: like down with love has no excuse yeah like, for for pulling that kind of crap yeah
0: i mean that is one aspect of the original movies that you could have been fine with not trying to emulate
1: that is not cute that is not funny that is not quaint
0: yeah it, the, the movie would not have lost anything if that had no not been in it.
1: Yeah, so that yeah. really pissed me off. Yeah,
0: it, that was we we're just like <laughs> um,
1: what? what? So, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into the plot, shall we?
0: The movie opens up with Renee Zellweger's character Barbara Novak coming into New York, meeting with publishers of her book Down with Love," which is kind of a manifesto almost.
1: I wouldn't say manifesto more like it's more like a sort of self help or, or a guide yeah. for women. So basically how to have sex like men without having to have a romantic relationship, know that they can have fulfilling careers and that sort of thing. It's really kinda of silly in general. Not that it's a bad idea to write a book like that, but no, just like progressive like,
0: ideas, but just like framed in a ridiculous Yeah, like way. for example,
1: one of the, the main early steps for women is to replace men with chocolate because they get the same chemical rush to their brains by eating chocolate as they do when they have sex. Uh, And so that allows them to break free mentally of the association that you need to have this relationship with men to get this euphoric feeling.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is, you know, not exactly how the science works on that
0: so <laughs> we're no scientists but you know. yeah that the seems suspect i'm gonna need to see some peer-reviewed papers right
1: on that
0: she's coming into new york because her book is about to be published and um her editor at the publishing company uh tries to arrange a interview piece for no magazine um,
1: k-n-o-w k-n-o-w and there's plenty of puns yeah. that are made
0: so they're, they're trying to arrange uh, an interview with uh, the one of the top journalists for that magazine, Catcher Block, played by Ewan McGregor. And, first of all, Catcher Block, come on. Right? Like, I mean...
1: Oh, barf.
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay, so terrible, terrible name. I'm not sure what they were going for with that, necessarily. But uh, he's, like, kind of portrayed to be, like, a, a real ladies' man, like, kind of suave debonair
1: real player type
0: yeah almost like the the, his opening scene he's coming in on a helicopter it's almost like james bondish i would say yeah They're, they're trying to arrange this interview to be in this magazine and he keeps flaking out on her and so she ends up getting fed up with this the the book gets released and she and her editor go into like a bookstore and there's one copy of the book on the shelves, which they're not doing a good job. One copy kind of tucked in randomly in on a bookshelf.
1: How do you even Marketing. deliver one book? To yeah, a bookstore like they're going to come in a case. Yeah, what the uh, hell?
0: So I mean, obviously it was for oh, but... comedic effect, but I mean, it... <laughs> they clearly
1: didn't have anybody with a logistical background working <laughs> yeah. in this picture,
0: right? I mean, it's it's kind of nitpicky, but it's the kind of thing you know. It makes you roll your eyes when you see it. But this whole movie, like, my eyes I felt were going to roll out of my skull just because there was so many goofy things like that. His
1: eyes were rolled back so hard he was staring at his brain more than he was looking at the,
0: the movie. Yeah, I should go to the doctor about that. <laughs> so the book is kind of upon its initial release, not doing very well. And then how does it even transition to Ed Sullivan?
1: The editor friend, Vicky, somehow knows somebody who is working on the Ed Sullivan show and manages to get...
0: So she's not even on the show. They're no, just, it's, like,
1: it's really just Judy Garland. Yeah,
0: Judy Garland, like, and I mean, which an is, actual clip of Judy Garland yeah. from back then singing Down With Love on the show. And I guess they're like, this is going to be our promotional thing, which is weird. just like having somebody sing a song that shares the title of your book and that's promotional...
1: It's like with the movie, they, they thought it would be a really clever sort of Forrest Gump. Well, let's take vintage footage of, of things that happen and put it in the movie and, and make it fit. in with the plot, and it's just like, okay, so you just put a clip of Judy Garland singing a song that she actually sang yeah, into your movie. Yeah. Like you didn't do anything creative with it. You just
0: right used it like, on, you know
1: the... well, what book have you ever seen promoted that way yeah if i what have you ever seen promoted that way apart from like a <laughs> musical
0: <laughs> yeah like if we we're watching conan o'brien and someone came on to sing a song about it like i'd be like yeah, oh, that's weird anyway somehow this uh performance of the song on the ed Sullivan show causes the book to become incredibly popular and that's kind of where we see the montage of racist shit that uh we mentioned earlier and um, so, yeah, the book is a hit internationally, and Barbara Novak just becomes, like, super popular. Women are uh, embracing her I- ideals in droves. Uh, so it affects Catcher adversely as well. Like, none of the women that he'd been dating want anything to do with Quote him. Quote-unquote dating. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. And so he devises this plan to catch her, to make her kind of come out to be a hypocrite with her stances on love.
1: So he arranges to meet Barbara at a dry cleaners and he's put on this whole persona of an astronaut. And he, he comes up with the name Major Zip Martin. And his
0: American accident, his American accident, <laughs> <laughs> his, his American accent is like the best thing about the movie. Yeah, um, pretty much. That was the one, one of the redeeming things for me.
1: So he plays um, basically the opposite of who he, he is in real life. In terms of appearance, all he does is add glasses, but he puts on this American southern e accent, and is, like, a really sort of polite and attentive and kind of old-fashioned guy in that he doesn't want to have sex until he's ready, you know? So he's, like, trying to woo Barbara, who at this point also is having trouble finding men who want to have sex with her because they're so pissed at her for turning all the other women against them or, like, turning them off of having relationships or that sort of thing. I don't know why all the men were so pissed off, if you think about it, because it means, like, they could have more sex freely, which is often something that they claimed to want.
0: And I I doubt that they would be like, no, I'm not going to have sex with you because you wrote a book.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) And so here comes this astronaut who was literally out of the world when her book was released and has no idea, you know, supposedly who she is and what's going on. So she's like, oh, great. Well, here's a guy I could probably bone. They start going on these dates, going to all these hip places in New York City, having quite a time just, like, going on dates. Barbara starts finding that she's kind of falling for this zip guy and saying, oh, we need to stop this. I'm, I'm starting to fall in love with you. That can't happen. And he keeps sort of charming her back in. So eventually, Zip slash Catcher and Barbara end up meeting at this party accidentally, where Catcher's trying to get it on with some random woman that he met. He, some beatnik lady. Some beatnik lady he meets at this beatnik party, which is super dumb.
0: I mean, there's not a whole lot to really talk about in this part of it because it's just <laughs> like misunderstandings and goofy escapades that that aren't Catcher, that interesting. Yeah, I really. mean, they're yeah, they're just it's like a, a bunch of these. Things where catcher is trying to reel her in and then eventually it kind of culminates in catcher and barbara going to his uh swinging bachelor pad and he thinks that he tricks her into revealing that she has feelings for him that she loves him and, and
1: that she's not really as liberated and right all this as she's been saying
0: yeah, and um, look, there's, like there's a panel in his apartment that drops down and shows like the old reel-to-reel type recording devices so he can capture her admission of her love for him on tape and use it to uh, expose her as a fraud. So she gets to the point where she's like, Well, I'm not going to say that I'm in love with you, and I'm not Barbara Novak. And he's like,
1: <gasps> What?
0: Uh, that's not how he says it, but really, I mean... That's,
1: but let's imagine that's how he says he, it, because it's pretty amusing. Yeah,
0: if we could like just dub that in, be an improvement. She's like, I'm not Barbara Novak. And then there's this three-minute monologue, like three-minute-and-two-seconds exactly monologue of uh, her laying out how she was catfishing him while he thought that he was catfishing her. yeah. And so she lays out her entire plot, and it, it's basically just her recounting exactly what has happened in the movie, like thus far, specifically, like that this was her plot. Everything had to go off without a hitch, exactly like it has happened. She's it like,
1: was, "Oh, I knew this would happen, and so then this would happen, and I knew that would happen, and I knew you would do this, and yeah. so I did that." Yes, yeah. it was like so complicated and ridiculous. Like, so, convoluted. she's like, "I." So basically, she had been catcher block secretary for a brief period of time and she fell in love with him and was like i don't want to just be another notch on his bedpost i want him to remember me like if if i went out on a date with you then we would have had sex and that would have been it i would have been totally forgotten so i wanted to get your undivided attention and i knew that the only way to do that would be to write this best-selling novel that was controversial and then like (laughs) Blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, like, there's just <laughs> so many points at which her plan would have been entirely derailed. Like, it, how
1: how would she know that she's going to be able to write this book? Yeah. She was a secretary. Yeah. She wasn't, like,
0: it's,
1: necessarily someone who'd been right, you know, there's no explanation for how she was going to be able to write this or pull all of this off.
0: It's elaborate to the point where it's supposed to be ridiculous, but it just was like, how oh, come on. Like yeah. I mean, by this point, I was kind of getting fed up with the movie. To begin with and then yeah. like i'm like oh there's a there's a twist okay this might be good and then they're just this long-winded yeah. monologue by her just detailing all this and i'm like oh, all right come on yeah maybe. i mean it was a, obviously like a very deliberate decision to do it that way they were going for a thing but i'm um, just didn't work for us and so catcher is just taken aback and he realizes that he actually is in love with her after all and he's impressed by her ability to pull the wool over his eyes and uh just he's like well we should get together we're perfect for each other blah 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 and she's like nah and so she leaves catcher in the dust and we uh, jump ahead a bit and find out that she's started her own magazine to compete with no now
1: yeah her her magazine's called now and there's all these now we know and, and and we know now and da 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 I'm a person who enjoys wordplay, but it was, like, too much Boy, for does me. she. Let me tell you. Tara yeah. enjoys wordplay. Uh, <laughs> much to Andrew's delight, as yes, you can hear.
0: Yes. Uh, delight. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a word. Yeah, um, that,
1: that is a word. It is a word. So Barbara Novak starts this magazine with her editor, who was fired from her last job because all the men were pissed off that this book came out and soured all the women on them. Yeah. Everywhere else, including at No Magazine, where where Ketcher's working, all of the women have left all offices because they're dying to work for Barbara Novak at Now Magazine. So there's this huge line of women who are waiting to be interviewed for a job as Barbara's personal secretary. And then she's told, you know what? Ketcher Block is here. He He's actually applying for the job, too. So he's like, well, she has to see me if I go in for an interview. Otherwise, she'll just be going against everything that NOW magazine stands for in terms of, like, gender equality. So he goes in and has this interview where Barbara's just, like, trying to continue to turn him down. And Ketra's trying to show that he's actually changed. And he's now this modern man who is Cool with women having careers and and all this and wanting equality.
0: He's written an exposé on himself, basically. Right. That he tries to use as his proof that he's changed and that he loves her.
1: And she's like, "No, I'm sorry, not good enough, and you're not hired." (laughs) So he's leaving her office. He's doing a couple steps and like, okay, at this point she's gonna come out now and be like, "Oh no, I was wrong," and so he turns back. And Barbara's not behind him, so it's like, oh, crap. And the elevator door opens, and there she is! Somehow! Yeah. How did she manage to do this? Why I'm at
0: the Winonaura office, <laughs> right. the, the floor above, and then, like, race to the elevator.
1: Right. How, how is this physically possible? That bothered me so much. Yeah.
0: There's so many things in this movie that are just playing to the ridiculousness of the materials that they're trying to pay homage to, but it doesn't play well.
1: No! And... It's irritating. So she's in the elevator, and Ketcher had made a comment before about, like, maybe there's some sort of middle ground between her when she was a brunette and her as a blonde. The brunette version was who she really was when Barbara was Ketcher's secretary. And then, obviously, she dyed her hair blonde and became this Barbara Novak character. And, like, there's gotta be something in between that. she's like, oh, yes, there is. And she pulls off her turban that she'd been wearing and now she's got red hair! Showing that she's not, not like, a totally old fashioned girl, but she's also not, like, totally against love. Yeah. And so they fly off to Vegas and get married.
0: Yeah, hanging off of a rope ladder attached to a helicopter. And that's it. That's their.
1: That's the happy ending.
0: Happy ending. <laughs> yeah, and thank God it's over with. The, mo- the movie's like. Two a little years. over an hour. No, no. It, no, it feels like it's two hours. <laughs> it feels longer than two hours, but it's like an hour and forty minutes, if that. And then there's a lengthy musical number with with Catcher and Barbara singing.
1: Here's to love, and and that was because both Renée Zellweger and Ewan McGregor had both come out of a couple of popular musicals with Moulin Rouge and Chicago
0: it just it went on for way too long it just it really kind of hammered home the feeling that the movie w- was just in love with itself yes and so like by that point i kicked the speed up to like 1.5 speed just to kind of skip through it and make sure we weren't going to miss anything else that would have made me irrationally angry but yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't really improved by playing it at a, a slightly faster speed either so that that's the end like a, a
1: that was a movie we watched
0: it's a movie that we watched and that you listen to us talk about.
1: <laughs> we assume.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is a very
1: assumption <laughs> on, on
0: my part. Um, so let me go to the, take a pee break.
1: Pee break, everybody's favorite part of a podcast. Pee break has been right. brought to you by the sponsors for this week's episode Werner's Ginger Ale, the original ginger soda, produced with both naturally and artificially flavored ingredients. A Michigan original since 1866. Authentic bold taste.
0: Did you get the product placement in?
1: I did. Okay. Well... Smooth.
0: Subtle. Smooth. Smuttle. Smuttle. Smuddle. <laughs> <laughs> smooth and subtle. <laughs> Smuttle. Yeah, so let's kind of get into talking about what we we learned about the movie aside from our oh own... god
1: we have to keep talking about this movie that's yeah. right yeah. Oh, there's, god. there's more to be said so um 20th century fox did a real cute tie-in where they released a book called down with love which was written by barbara novak which um you know is kind of a neat idea we both think but basically just the book version of this movie
0: yeah the novelization yeah like
1: not really the book that barbara novak had written which would have i think been it would more have been, entertaining it would
0: have been for sure some movies are well suited to novelizations like uh gremlins it was oh yeah gremlins. excellent excellent adaptation of that that i read when i was like nine but uh this movie doesn't seem like it's a good fit for a novelization necessarily you know the movie really did a lot to go for that uh that 60s vibe but uh it really when it comes to the clothing in the movie one thing that was pretty cool is that they didn't use like any vintage clothing at all like it was all i think it said that there's a hundred different uh, costumes that were used in the movie and they were all custom made to kind of have that appearance of being from that era but not actually which of is that such era. a
1: lot of work i mean honestly um there were quite a few scenes of renee zellweger's character and all these different outfits that were just like shown for a second
0: yeah like said something where the costume designer said that like working on it was like amazing for him to be able to create all, all these ridiculous outfits
1: i bet yeah i bet that'd be a real fun thing so one other kind of neat aspect um, that they employed to help really give the movie that retro 60s sort of look and feel um the movie cinematographer Jeff with digitally color timed the movie to simulate the appearance of three strip technicolor which is what was used in back those in the day. back in the day in the 60s sex comedy movies.
0: They, they really I mean even not just that but like a lot of the production details were uh, kind of done in accordance with how things were done back in the, the 60s like they really made an effort with the script to not push the boundaries of what would have been acceptable back then It's full of nice touches, it's just, it would be nice if the movie was better.
1: Yeah, (laughs) if the other parts of the movie were better. Yeah,
0: like, the attention to detail is good, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that is Down With Love. You know, it's gonna be hit or miss. We didn't think it was all that great, but if it sounds like it would be up your alley, then...
1: It's, you know, it's it might not be that for long. You. Not,
0: and... not for us, necessarily. Right. But yeah, but you you might like it.
1: If you just listen to what we said and aren't too put off, then by all means, by all go means. ahead. Yes. Yeah. Uh, with our blessing. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's, you know, whatever. That, that should be true of any review. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. Gotta take it with a grain of salt.
1: For sure. So,
0: yeah. We just undercut the entire purpose of our <laughs> podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah well just don't listen to anything we say guys yeah just you just, uh, just you know, don't listen to this podcast um
0: and goodbye I guess <laughs> goodbye. goodbye forever it,
1: w- it was a nice run yeah these 20 episodes
0: so that wraps it up for this episode we of course would like to thank boat for letting us use their song lately off of the album setting the paces thank you boats
1: thank you boat If you want to keep on top of the podcast releases, feel free to subscribe in iTunes or any of the other podcast-relaying sources that there are out there. Or you can go directly to our website, TaraAndAndrewVersus.com. Got a Facebook page called Tara and Andrew vs. the Scarecrow Video movie guide. Another way you can get in touch with us if you want to shoot us an email at TaraAndAndrewVersus at gmail.com.
0: All right, so until next time, catch you later, potato heads.
1: Catch you later, potato heads.